amongst Irish fans, amongst the Irish media going into this quarterfinal? That we're going to win the World Cup. I love it. I love that confidence. Going to win the World Cup. I mean, you guys have won three of the last five. It does feel like uh, we had Nick Evans on the other day. Uh, he said that when these two teams meet, you know, if they play ten times, Ireland wins six. Just how confident are you? I'm absolutely confident. You know, I mean, it's it's been when we look at what's happening uh, between in matches between Ireland and New Zealand in the last few years, it's pretty clear that Ireland have superseded you know first match and then superseded new zealand uh you know i mean i know i know i'm, I'm speaking to a man who once played a, in a 60 nil win for new zealand against ireland um and i did i did actually think now that i've got you here is he did you mm. ever ever once in your career when you were walking out into the field to play ireland did you ever once respect them yes of course i Be did a hundred percent no no i did respect them I, 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 I'll be honest, I probably never feared them. I, I showed respect, but I probably never feared them as much as I probably fear them now. Um, that's no disrespect to the, to the past team. I just think we had absolute class in our, in our side. I, I feel, and this is my opinion, that I was lucky enough to play in the golden era in, in terms of All Blacks teams. So we always respected them, but probably um, didn't fear them. That makes sense. I think you're being very. I think you're being diplomatic, Izzy. I mean, what, what do you think when you're walking off after the sixty nil? You're like, are these guys serious? I mean, this is a, this is a joke. Well, <laughs> what's what's happening? What's happening now is is that you're gonna you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn to respect mm. us. You're gonna learn to yeah. properly respect us, and not just this mealy mouth stuff that, I, that that I've been listening to here. When uh, you know, in Paris, uh, New Zealand meets with its its grim fate for this World Cup. It is going to be an absolute game. I, I honestly can't believe it's happening in the quarterfinals. Look, you you have earned the utmost respect and fear that you put on other teams because of how good you have been over the last couple of years. But are you concerned you've never been able to do it at a Rugby World Cup? Well, the reason that we were never able to do it is that we were never really that good. I mean, it's like what you're saying is true. I mean, you know... 2019, we I think we had we had Number some one. problems with we had some form problems we had some Josh you know we we had some Joe don't Smith blame Joe Smith don't blame him <laughs> well I can just imagine the, the New Zealand guys are probably oh. still up they're probably right right now probably watching video um, and also getting their getting their minute by minute instructions from Joe Schmidt you know Joe Schmidt was a great coach for Ireland a really great coach but by the end he had started to drive the players completely insane. You know, it, 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 it was too much. He is too much of a control freak. And it was, you know, it was like, great. You, you know, he, he really came in, organized the team, gave them belief that they could, you know, beat uh, big teams, did beat big teams. You know, he was in charge for the first win against New Zealand. But after a while, he just, he does get a bit much. So I think it was a good, uh, it was a good point to change. Um, and since then, we, you know, with Farrell, things have just been going amazingly, you know. I mean, it, it's, this, it's this relationship he has with Sexton as well. Well, I've been following your comments, Izzy. I've been following what you've been saying about Johnny Sexton. Well, not about yeah. Johnny Sexton, about Ireland. You said if, if Ireland don't have Johnny Sexton, they don't have much. Is that is that do I do? Are, are you planting the seed of a, of a plan there? Do I do I detect a New Zealand plan come together? We've seen these New Zealand plans before in these games. I mean, everybody here remembers Tano Maga, Kevin Mialamu. Mm. 
you know, we're never going to forget that. So, I mean, I, I hope that, that nothing, nothing like that is taking shape in the brains of these desperate New Zealand players as they try to figure out a way to stop this uh, green wave that's going to sweep them away on Saturday night. Well, I'm, I'm appreciative that you're listening and you're, and you're taking it all in. I wasn't absolutely directing it right at Johnny Sexton, but he is an important person. Like, let's be honest. If, if Johnny Sexton's going to retire next year, and you feel like you've got the depth coming through, and you look at their back line, half of them are Kiwis, one of them's Australian. Have you taken any yeah. point of that? Well, maybe you should have picked these guys. I mean, what's what's going on over in New Zealand that we're getting all these players who are going to try and turn side? I mean, I, I, they weren't I, good I enough here. Sorry, <laughs> they weren't good enough here. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see about that on uh, we'll see about that on Saturday on Saturday night. I mean, I think what's happening really is that the sport in Ireland is organised very well. You got to remember, this is our third or possibly fourth most popular sport in this country. You know, and that's I, I know it's I know it means everything to New Zealand, but but in Ireland, rugby is a kind of a is a smaller sport. You know, football is bigger, Gaelic football is bigger, maybe even hurling is bigger. Although I I think rugby is kind of beginning to to, to surpass hurling. But it is organized that a kind of it's the rich it's it's the rich class in this country that plays the sport. So it's well uh, it's well funded and quite well organized compared to football, which hasn't got two pennies to rub together. Um, and professionalism has really suited us. And because it's been our destiny as a nation to be kind of a backwater and to be behind the times in a lot of ways, we're catching up with rugby and becoming a, a really, really good at this sport, just as it's dying in the rest of the world. So, I mean, in New Zealand, obviously, you guys have really fallen off. I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's lots of theories. Was it Jacinda? Did Jacinda do this? <laughs> uh, did she, did you're on a heater today. You're bringing everything in. Bye. You, was, you, you're in politics? You know, <laughs> Australia. We know, we, we know that Australia are, are gone. I mean, the sport is gone in Australia. You know, they've got is that you, football. It's, we, we can see Argentina now what's happening. Wales, not much. You saw the state of Scotland last last uh, week. Uh, England, I mean the the English, the English uh, you know Premier Premiership is a is a financial uh, basket case. You know it's like uh, it's like the League of Ireland. So uh, so we're kind of the last man standing here. Us and and uh, France or Vichy France and. Uh, and really, I guess that's destiny is probably going to bring us together. I mean, that's that's really the two remaining rugby nations uh, are going to really contest this, and, and I don't include New Zealand as one of those nations. You are really confident, aren't you, Kim? You are really confident that this Irish side can dismantle and embarrass this All Blacks team. Well, I think they can beat them. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a, necessarily. I, I don't know if we'd, we'd set out to dismantle and embarrass them. I mean, it, it means. It means too much to New Zealand, uh, you know, to, to treat them in that way. Uh, I, I'd like to think Ireland would handle the occasion with more sensitivity than that. Um, you know, to really rub, out, rub the, the beaten side's noses in it, as happened last time in 2019, uh, I, I, I thought it was a bit unsporting. I thought it showed a nasty side to, to New Zealand. And I'd like to think Ireland will be, able to, will be able to do this with a bit more dignity than New Zealand managed in Japan. Can, can you elaborate on that? What, what was that? What was that moment? Well, what was it? Like, I mean, uh, and the game was, uh, as I recall, the game, it was over after about six minutes. And uh, New Zealand just kept sort of piling on points. I mean, in a, in a fairly ungentlemanly manner. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought it was a bit much. 
<laughs> I, I can't hear what you're saying. So you reckon we should have just relax and just made a little bit well, closer? You know, I, I, I didn't really see, see the need to just, just keep pounding us into oblivion. But, you know, I suppose some of the players will remember that. And uh, some of the players will remember that, and and, and maybe maybe that will affect. Maybe we'll see a more ruthless, uh, a more ruthless side to Ireland, when, as expected, they they're they're cruising ahead in the second half. Uh, Ken, just before we let you go, mate, if Ireland get up and win this Rugby World Cup, how will it go down in Irish sporting history? Say next to I don't know Ireland making the quarterfinals of Italia '90, that type of thing. How does it sit in the pantheon? Mm. Well, it will lead to an almighty row over whether uh, this winning the Rugby World Cup is as good as getting to the quarterfinal of the Football World Cup, uh, because there's, you know, the, the the battle lines are entrenched. I mean, I think quite a lot of Irish people will want this team to lose the game against New Zealand because they can't abide, they can't bear the uh, triumphalist uh, rugby fans uh, telling everyone that they're the greatest when everybody knows it's only it's only at best, only at biggest the third sport in the country you know what i mean but they, they will obviously be like parading around going we are the masters of the universe so actually loads of people here will want them to fail even though you know <laughs> there's no ireland there's no grudge against new zealand it's not like we're playing england in which case most, most people will be like okay you know they've got to win that but yeah it's it's going to lead to a big a big fight here if we do win it uh, a lot of triumphalist rugby talk uh but you know i i'm looking forward to it actually because i i feel it is our destiny i feel this year is our year. Excellent. Love to hear it, Ken. Love the confidence, mate. Go well. Loved it. Have a Loved great that, game. Thank Enjoy you. the game. And I think we can both agree, all three of us agree, that uh, we'd rather have you win it or us win it than England win it. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there, Ken, and, uh, <laughs> and enjoy the weekend's footy, eh? Cheers, guys. Cheers. Good. Ken Early out of the Irish Times and the Second Captains podcast. But he came on a heater, is he? It was interesting, wasn't he? He was. Very, I loved that shit. I loved it. It was good. And everyone's come through with their own uh, <laughs> opinions of that. Some of them we can read, some of them we can't. But um, we'll do our best. Awesome. Yeah, double eight, double Thank three. You. Keep them coming through. Grab yourself a hell of a coffee from night and day. This is Tradies Hour on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast.